0: Welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Certified Financial Planner Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth, LLC. In this podcast, we help individuals and couples plan for a peaceful and enjoyable retirement. Join us on this journey where we explore the importance of simplifying the retirement planning process as Stephen, with his years of experience and expertise in retirement income planning, along with guest experts, will help you achieve first wisdom, then wealth. And don't forget to check out the Simplify Your Retirement online course and other great resources at simplifyyourretirement.com. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. Stephen, I'm excited about today as we have kind of a transition.
2: Absolutely, been looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, obviously, this season, our third season of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we've really gotten into the mission of Wise Wealth. You know why we do what we do, the who who we're trying to serve, and uh, and really why we're trying to help people get to retirement uh, as soon as possible.
1: Absolutely. And so that mission, in case someone's tuning in for the first time, what is the mission of Wise Wealth?
2: Yes. Uh, we, we can't say it enough. We love saying it. We're hoping that by the end of you know this season, uh, which we have 12 episodes in each season, that people will have this memorized. If not memorized, at least there's three key words, which I'll talk about here in just a moment. But uh, the mission of Wise Wealth is to guide investors on the path to financial significance where they are free to give and to serve and to enjoy life like never before. And I believe Paul, it was in uh, maybe uh, episodes one and two of this season uh, that we really took every single one of those words and and, and, uh, explained to everybody what that means. So I'd go back and listen to that. If you're just joining us for the first time today, I'll go back and listen to episodes one and two of season three uh, where we talked about, you know, why that's important, but it really comes down to being free to do that. Um, and so as soon as we can help people get free to do that, the better, because, uh, that's a great motivation to have to be able to do those things. And we narrow it down to three words. It's just give, serve, and live, uh, and enjoy life. And so we've spent, you know, the first part of this season, you know, talking about giving, um, we've had several guests on the show, several clients talk about how they give, you know, financially different organizations and why they do that. And really today, we're transitioning to the second part of our mission, and that is to help people be free to serve. Um, and serving is just giving back. And, and a lot of times it's it's not just money, it's also time. And so we've already talked about the money aspect of this, and now we're talking about giving back of your time and expertise and a lot of times and experience.
1: For sure. And, you know, like, like you said, we've had different guests on. And, and the idea behind this, I know uh, your heart behind this really is to be able to encourage others mm-hmm. right so some people may not have an example in their life or they may be wired this way but they've never really put thought behind a proactive approach to giving and serving and living and so bringing people on who do this yeah. is a way to be able to encourage others right. and say here's how someone does it maybe they can identify with it and be able right. to take that and internalize it and then, reach outward from there.
2: We want to encourage people to do it. We want to be, you know, inspire people. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, people have, you know, when when they're working a career, you know, they have a purpose. Every day they get up, they have a role to play. They've got a job to do. They've got, you know, something they've got to accomplish. And so when you get to retirement, it'd be, you know, maybe tempting to all of a sudden, you know, not have a purposeful life anymore. And we know, based on uh, you know, a lot of the clients that we you know the, that we have the pleasure of working with, like uh, Brad in the, in the studio with us today, you know, they they have a purposeful retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a reason, you know, what I mean, to, to get up every day and go do what you what you need to do to help other people. And so that's what we love about it. We want to inspire people to have not only purpose during their career but also in retirement. And so I'm glad today to be joined by Brad. Uh, Brad and Lisa have been clients of Wise Wealth for a few years now. So Brad, thanks for being on on the show with us today.
3: Glad to be here, Steven.
2: Um, and, and what I love about Brad, uh, and Lisa, it really, you know, they, you guys really embody the entire, you know, philosophy and that is of giving, serving and enjoying life. And I know I had you on today to talk about, you know, serving, but I also want to talk to you about enjoying life because I know you live, live on a lake. And, uh, so, you know, I, I like for you to just tell people what you like to do during your free time when you're not serving or working.
3: Sure. Well, I've, uh, I've been retired a little over five years and, uh, that's been a great, a great five years. Uh, we've really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. We do live at a lake. Uh, I'm a lake person. I grew oh, up yes. on the lake, uh, so I'm on the water sailing, skiing, swimming, yeah. fishing, uh, yeah, pretty much every day in some yeah. form. Uh, I play a fair amount of golf and. Uh, <laughs> enjoy uh, take it, well mostly enjoy taking care of three homes my right. we have a couple houses in my mo- my mother's home so yeah. uh, I've uh, stayed very busy in retirement right. beyond the things I've done in terms yeah. of serving so yeah, uh, it's great and we really enjoyed it
2: yeah that's awesome uh, being able to do all those things i know you're you're a swimmer and uh, and, and like being out in the water and uh, you're know, excellent golfer as well. I can attest to that in a few <laughs> uh, tournaments with you. And then even, uh, I know, mountain climbing. I've always been you know, amazed at what you did after. I don't know if it was two years in the retirement or the year after you retired. It was, um,
3: it was my first year of retirement. I uh, went up Mount Kilimanjaro, uh, the largest uh, uh, single standing mountain in the world yeah. in Africa. And uh, I actually was on going up to the peak on my 60th birthday, so wow. that was uh, quite an experience. Unbelievable! So You're
2: talking about inspiring people. I mean, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we it able was, to retire it was a great experience. and train, and then go over there and climb the mountain. That's awesome. So uh, five years ago, you decided to you know retire, and I, I always find it interesting. You know, when people you know make that decision, what what gave you the confidence? I guess back then, or what made you decide? You know, now is the time. I'm going to retire.
3: Well, I'd been um, I'd been planning for a number of years mm-hmm. and plan to reach the point that I could retire by about fifty five. Okay. and I was close to that uh, point uh, that we could both be retired, but I wasn't really ready. Okay. I and and then as I went through the next two or three years, I started to get close, and um, we attended a session with Mm -hmm. you um, and did some more significant planning towards retirement, very specifically how we would handle Mm -hmm. finances in retirement. And that made me feel very comfortable that I was prepared and my wife and I could enjoy life. We wouldn't have to worry about our finances. We could give and give back the way that we wanted to. So I, I reached a point where I had a year or so where it was like. I can stay or I can go, right. <laughs> and yep. I started to to find some of the things that I've enjoyed so much, yeah. both both serving mm-hmm. and just personal enjoyment. Right. And I said it's time. It's uh, I, I had we, there was a beautiful October that I was working, and I said I don't have to be anymore. <laughs> so uh, right. I, I made the decision that I would retire. Told my boss, and then yeah. a, essentially another year, I retired, That's awesome. and it was. Uh, it was just very comfortable, mm-hmm. and working with you um, sure helped me feel very confident that, mm-hmm. from a day-to-day standpoint, I wouldn't be concerned about mm-hmm. uh, our ability to enjoy life and to give to others. I as appreciate well.
2: that, yeah, very much. I remember, I remember the course that you came to, the class that we taught, and uh, uh, still teaching that class. And that's really what this podcast is all about. Really, it is a. It's an it's a in-depth, you know, we, we have the course, it's a two-day, five-hour course, Simplify Your Retirement. And uh, uh, in this podcast, really, Paul, is an extension of that course. We go into a lot more detail here. So we're in season three now, so we've got maybe 30 episodes under our belt, so it's a lot more than
1: five hours. Yeah, and, you know, if someone's listening for the first time, really going back to season one kind of lays the groundwork of what mm-hmm. we talk about in the class. Yep. And season two was a deeper dive into some of the more complex topics, mm-hmm. and so this is a great way to be able to share that information with a lot of people right. as well.
2: Exactly. And Brad, uh, you mentioned something you know very important. That is, you know, I like the fact that you had that was your goal. You had a goal. Hey, by fifty-five, I want to be ready, and so you were you were ready to retire, even though you had not retired yet. I think that's very interesting. You know, a lot of people I think are in that circumstance were, or at least they feel like they should be able to retire. They think they have enough money to be able to live on. They're not a hundred percent sure, but they feel like they are. And so that's where we find a lot of people. Yes. In that situation where they just need to sit down with a retirement income planner, a financial planner and know for sure, yes, you know, here's here's how much of my assets it would take to actually generate the income that we need. Here's what the assets are that I don't need to generate income stream. That's just for fun and for enjoying life and for being able to continue to grow and that kind of stuff. And so uh, I know that gave you, like you said, the the comfort level um, and the confidence to be able to say, "Okay, I thought I could. Now I'm just going to go do it."
3: That's right. That's That's, awesome. e- that's yep. exactly that's right. Good. And and the, the the three buckets that you yes. help people understand uh-huh. and use. Uh, for me was really important. It mm-hmm. was important for me to feel like I essentially still had a salary, right? In the way that we structured things with your help and mm-hmm. your team's help, w- made it very comfortable, f- right. f- For my wife and myself, and
2: she knew and your wife. Uh, she knew the uh, the uh, the direct deposit was still going to come <laughs> that, <that's laughs> at right. the same time every month, not going to stop, which is great. I, I know you have you know friends, and they've told me that you have told them that uh, you know they're just going to know you know what i mean how do you know how do i know when i should hang it up you basically just said you know there's going to come a day like you said in october day you're just going to know uh, i don't need to be here anymore that, that is a feeling
3: that's right i had <laughs> friends uh that i'd worked with in the past tell me that and that was my experience yeah. and i've shared it with uh, yeah. two or three others yeah, and that's uh, awesome it, it's, it's just a, it's good. a good feeling
2: that's good Um, And so, you know, since you retired, you know, I've gotten to know you over the last few years. I know that when you first, I'm going to talk to you today about serving. And and again, like I said before, uh, you really could have been a guest on all three parts of these uh, things, giving and serving and enjoying life. uh, We're really focused on the serving part of this. Uh, You know, today, I I know when you first retired, um, I think you were taking a class or got a certification on conservation or was it? That's right. It's a, it's a, it's called
3: Master Naturalist and it, It really teaches you about um, all aspects of particularly our environment here, both plants, animals, et cetera, uh, which has always been a fascination and an enjoyment for me. And then it helps guide you into serving and volunteering in that arena if you choose to. Um, And it connects you with organizations. So it's a great – anybody that has that kind of interest, uh, it's – Handled by the Missouri Conservation Department, you can look up, yeah. and uh, it's called Master Naturalist.
2: So I thought that was interesting. You quote unquote retired,
3: yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you immediately found something that you'd always been interested in, and took a class, took a course.
3: That, that's right. Yeah. Well, and an important thing for me as well is to keep learning in yeah. some way. Yeah, um, I, I I didn't need to learn more about financial services at the right. time yeah, that exactly. I worked in all my life, yes. but uh, something different like that was uh, helped you know, helps yeah. you kind of grow and uh, yeah. uh, continue to learn. So yeah. I enjoyed that a lot.
2: I always thought that was uh, an was awesome way to, you know, get into retirement and not just say, hey, I'm just going to go fishing every day, which you probably still do, you know what I mean? But you're just, you're going to do more than just going fishing every day. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, uh, so you got that, you were interested in that, you were, you, like you said, it gave you opportunities by taking that class, uh, it gave you opportunities, you know, not only to meet new people, but also to know how to get involved. those kinds of things if that's what you wanted to do
3: that that's Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. uh there there's a variety of things there what i've really focused on a a pet peeve of mine (laughs) and it doesn't sound very exciting (laughs) but i spend a lot of time i i take my i have dogs that i take out every day and uh what i've done is really focused with the local county here on i and Mm -hmm. i pick up as i Take my dogs. I pick up a lot of trash, right, and try to keep some of those areas that are there for all of us uh, cleaner and nicer. Um, Right. I have considered a couple of other opportunities in that arena, but have not done those at this point. Uh, I may do those down
2: the road. So uh, I like that one, uh, Paul. That's interesting. I mean, so you're, you're, you're. It's not an organization. So in other words, to give back and to serve doesn't mean you have to go find. In organization, you just do it on your own. You're picking up trash on your own. You're not doing that through some organization that uh, that set this up. That's right. I, I you talk, see the need and you're doing it.
3: That's correct. I talked to the county folks about mm-hmm. it. Um, there are some ways you can serve, but it's yeah. it's it's uh, too structured for what <laughs> suits me. <laughs> so uh, right. uh, I just do it on my own, do and uh, own. I fill the trash cans up right out there. So and
2: give, uh, Take your dogs on a walk at the same time. That's right. I fill a couple purposes. It's awesome. That's I right. know. You know. Also, I remember you were involved in uh, charter school. You want to tell tell us a little about, about that?
3: Sure. While I was still working, I joined the board of the Genesis Charter School. Genesis is uh, an inner city school. It's at 43rd in Cleveland. Mm. And uh, it's actually in the Boys and Girls Club there. Okay. And I was on the board. And part of that is our... Company uh, would give okay. to the organizations if you were involved in them. Oh, okay. And so when I retired, they don't do that once you retire. So mm-hmm. I uh, encouraged another one of my fellow uh, employees to mm-hmm. join the board, okay. and I decided I would volunteer in the classroom. Uh, yeah. My family are all educators, okay. except me, mm-hmm. and uh, but so I've always had a little bit of calling in that regard. Right. And I, in my work, I enjoyed the teaching aspect of it right. a lot. So I went down and for um, the third, I went between third and fourth grade, I would go down once a week. And I was just in the classroom helping the teacher teach and I don't have any kind of certification but the way they teach now is in modules and in pods. So essentially there would be four groups of four or five groups of students and i would just sit down and they would rotate okay. between the teacher and me and another yeah. uh, they had a grandparent program Amazing. there and so i would just help the teacher uh you help walk the kids them through, read help sometimes. them read um was the first couple of years i'd focused on the English and social studies. Mm-hmm. And then they had me help in a, a class that was focused on math. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <laughs> I was helping them with uh, with that kind yeah. of work and uh, it was a lot of fun. I uh, enjoyed that. I felt like I was making a difference with the yeah. children. Part of it, it was helpful for them to see someone kind of different, right. not from their world right. in a way. and. Uh, I think that was beneficial to them, Mm -hmm. Uh, the pandemic kind of put a (laughs) put a right Right. uh, (laughs) program, but I enjoyed that and uh, found that it it, I felt like I was making a difference there.
2: That's awesome. You know, I know that uh, a lot of people this is where they you know, where, where they know where to give and where to serve, it's because they have a passion for it, or they have a calling uh, like you said, it was in your it's in your family history to be able to be educating and helping people, and uh, so I know that was a big deal. It's awesome to be able to help kids, right? And like you said, you you went down there, you know, once a week, and you didn't have to get certified. They were just looking for people who who were willing to help. Exactly, and it wasn't every day? It was just one day a week,
3: right? It was, and you know, I. I could have gone two, yeah. I could have gone every other week. Right. They were very flexible. They were wonderful okay. people, Good. doing doing really yeoman's work, yeah. and uh, it was very simple. So yeah. I think sometimes people do think it's complicated right. uh, to try to help, yeah. and it, it's not necessarily okay. complicated.
2: Well, I know you you were at uh, American Century for many years. How long were you there? 17, over 17 years. Over 17 years, yeah. and this is the first time I've heard this. I, I picked up on what you said. <laughs> And then as I did not know, I, I think it's a great way to do it. Where they would they would donate or they would give, as long as they had employees that were involved in those things. It wasn't just you know they wanted to know uh, they've got people there on their team actually out there serving these organizations. It meant a lot to them. They knew it meant a lot to their employees to serve in these places. Therefore, they'd be willing to give to it. It it was wonderful program,
3: no. and and it continues to be a wonderful program. I mean, and and as you described, they they give where their employees are involved yeah, and so the organizations have to apply okay. um for support the, the yep. american industry has their own foundations yeah. um, but then they they will support the places where their employees yeah. are are well, spending awesome. their time and effort so it's re- yeah, yeah it was
2: it, it was you wonderful and they the would, culture there and the, absolutely yeah. and it seems like they they have a culture there that you were involved in and you were a big part of and uh, promoting and and, uh, and being a part of there as far as you know giving back and serving and you know, in the community and that kind of stuff and it's just like a continuation you know since you left there
3: a- absolutely it was it, w- it was an important aspect of the organization to yeah. me and of course. Mr. and Mrs. Stowers and their yes. wonderful gift to right. the world yep. uh, that I think many people know about their, yeah. their science foundation right. and the work they're doing. Yep. But so it was very much part of the organization. Yep. And they would also match the gifts that you gave uh, up to a point. So this it, is, was a, it was a great program.
2: Yeah, this is great. You know, I know that we've got a lot of, uh, you know, small business owner, you know, clients, Paul, and, and it'd be great for anybody who is listening to the show. We, obviously not everyone's going to be you know, American Stitcher, I know we've got another guest coming on in, in a couple of weeks who, who is at Hallmark, you know what I mean? And and you work in these environments where, you know, from the organization that you work with your life, they're encouraging and inspiring people to give and serve. And I think that's that's a great thing. It's a great lesson for people to know, especially if you're in a position of leadership, uh, this is something that you can promote in your organization. This is something that you can... Uh, uh, you can lead by example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and then obviously, when you get reti- into retirement, be able to do
1: more of. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, uh, you know, when, when we had a client on talking about giving and mm-hmm. they're talking about the matching, it's just, it's a neat way to be able to, through the employer or through foundations, other places, really to be able to expand
0: mm-hmm. on
1: what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when there's the matching and when there's donating to where you're serving those are just great ways to be able to multiply the effect that you have
2: absolutely that's right um and so you know brad as far as you know i know you're on different you've been on different boards are mm-hmm. you serving on a board now and and what is that
3: children international Stephen, and that's um, my serving now that's probably my most significant Involvement, uh, Children International serves children in um, 10 countries around the world mm-hmm. and they're in very impoverished urban areas
2: okay.
3: and many in Latin America, but um, also in and Asia as okay. well. I got involved in that through uh, a good friend who had been okay. on the board before me okay. and they asked me to join and I joined just shortly after I retired. Okay and i've been a, a board member and currently the chairman of the board awesome. the last couple of years yeah. and it's a wonderful organization one of the things we do is uh, about every 2 years we take a board trip okay. to one of our one of the uh, okay. see the children that we serve okay. and and our our, our model briefly yeah. is that we go into those urban areas and we build a community center we build okay. a building and through that we support children in education okay. Some medical services, empowerment, and then into employment. So oh, wow. we will work to take a child from five years old into yeah. employment in their twenties.
2: And so they actually attend school there, or is just like an after-school type program it, for them. Or it's an
3: after-school. The, the educational part is supplementary. So okay. mostly, yeah. mostly computer. Okay. Because they don't nope. n- often have computer okay. access even in their schools. Okay. And so it's not solely that but yeah. um so it's it's essentially like an after-school program Amazing. and um and so it's it's really quite something to see that the circumstances the children live in yeah and then as they reach that level of employment they are people that you would hire if you right. had the opportunity Amazing. if they if they lived here That's in kansas awesome. city you'd you'd see them and they're they're trained. poised they're yeah. they're confident it's uh it's really quite remarkable. That's I mean, it's, awesome. It's, uh, I've been...
2: You've been able to see the uh, results.
3: Yes. I've, I've been so far to Colombia and, and Guatemala, mm-hmm. and it, it's quite an experience.
2: Is any other, uh, any new projects getting ready to go on with that somewhere? Do you guys have like another one, you know, always planned out there, a new facility, or are you uh, focused on growing the ones you...
3: What what we're focused on now primarily is, is not... Uh, we have a couple new facilities, and we have some wonderful donors who have mm-hmm. been the primary sponsor for a facility, okay. which is a significant donation right, yeah. We have not expanded our our cities or mm-hmm. our countries at this point okay. because we're we're trying to focus more on critical mass in yes. the areas that we're right. in. And we can't serve as many children as we need to. So one of the things we've been doing is working on partnerships with the local governments, with other agencies in those areas. We we historically have done whatever we've done ourselves. And now we said a better model to reach more children ultimately is going to be to facilitate some of those things as opposed, so like healthcare in particular, rather than providing it, it's partnering. better to make sure there's good government access, and then right. help help the children gotcha. access that.
2: That's good. So Children's International is headquartered here, and it's here it's in a, Kansas City. Amazing.
3: Yeah, it's just out here in South Kansas City, and.
2: Okay. Um,
3: we have a phenomenal CEO, yeah. Susanna Esthelman. Yeah, uh, She has been uh, leading that organization for six years, Easy. and uh, she was a Hallmark uh, yeah, employee okay. before, <laughs> yep. and, and she was on the board and then actually okay. became the CEO from the board. But, uh, okay, awesome. yeah, it's right out. Not many people yeah. know it's here in Kansas I City. Have known that. And uh, the, the, the general how people experience children international okay. is it's a child sponsorship okay
2: that's through there. so for okay.
3: 35 dollars a month you sponsor okay. a child and yes. you have access to writing the child the child writing you okay. seeing how they're doing hearing about you know their
2: lives and things so when, and uh when someone sponsors a child they're getting a a, a real i mean a real child's name and they stay with that child throughout the time they're giving and they do okay
3: they do so they they might be with that child from the time the child's five or six all the way to being grown and uh that's awesome. It, it's, a, it's a neat experience. We're working on how to, one of our projects that you yeah. mentioned, we're really working how to modernize
2: yeah.
3: that connection. Yes. And for good reasons, you have to be careful about too much connection yeah. between yes. sponsors and children. Right, uh, definitely. But, but we uh, are working to make that uh, more yeah. seamless. Right. So.
2: And, and like you said, there's something about seeing. You know what I mean? And so, in other words, yeah, I've seen, you know, I've been to different, you know, concerts and things that I've seen, you know, them trying to, you know, encourage people to sponsor a child and that kind of stuff. It's always always more, you know, uh, appealing and hard, you know, know, wrenching to see the child, you know what I mean? When you actually see it, uh, see the person there, and I'm sure, you know, interacting with them makes a big difference even for you to be able to go over there, I'm sure. That made a huge difference the first time you actually went to one of these other countries and saw what not only the need right uh, but what you guys were doing there to to fulfill that need
3: yeah i think the what was so moving for me was i'd been on my personal travels well in africa going up kilimanjaro you know you see abject poverty yeah but to actually go in and meet the families and talk with them and see their homes uh which people here wouldn't consider a home but and and then yeah. see them come out the other end, yeah. these young people yeah. that, like mm-hmm. I say, anyone would want to hire. Right. That's the part where you say, well, there is there is hope. Yeah. It's not a fruitless effort. Right. And you can see what really happens with those young people, yeah, and well, it's quite an experience. It's
2: awesome. What I love hearing what you're saying about that organization is it's not just – they're not giving out – Free, let's say food, and again, there's a need. Sometimes people have water, food, and those kinds of things. You guys aren't just giving money away to these, you know, people. Let's say, or resources. You're actually giving them knowledge and training, and they're they're coming out of this thing equipped and ready to serve in the world themselves.
3: That's very well said, Steve. Yeah. Yes, it's not
2: that monthly
3: amount it's not a payment to the child it's to provide those services and that 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 empowerment and that ability to be employable so that's the way it's used during the pandemic we have in some areas uh, shifted a little bit temporarily to provide some direct support for families uh, to keep them connected to us because we couldn't serve them in the same way we couldn't bring them to the community center and that's the the organization is wonderful and that's their adaptability to say we have to do it a little different right that's good but ultimately this is we're going to serve them by the 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 goal is to bring them out of poverty yeah that's awesome you see it happen
2: that's great that's exciting uh yeah you i think you know this you know i grew up in a you know pastor's home my dad was a pastor for church and then uh you know when he quote unquote retired from being a pastor he went to the mission field he lived here but he would go over and train national pastors and uh, I've been with them on a few of those trips. Just like you have, there's something about going over and, and seeing the needs, and and we want to encourage everyone to do that too. You know, it's great to go on a, on a you can call it a missions trip or you know whatever the case may be. Go out and see people in need and try to help them. You know, meet that needs. It's a part of you know giving back. It's a part of having a you know a meaningful and purposeful life. Uh, we talked about in other, you know, s- s- uh, episodes about how it's more blessed to give than to receive, you get a yep. great blessing from, you know, giving. So I want to ask you, you know, I, what I like to ask people about when they serve, not only just giving financially, but serving, you know, what does it, we know what it does for the ki- the children you're talking about, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what does it do for you? <laughs> so why? Why do you do this? Why are you involved in, uh, in serving like this?
3: Well, it, it is um, I, you know, I shared earlier, The things i like to do personally and and to be quite honest i could be busy every day (laughs) just playing essentially (laughs) i could the various sports and water sports and other i'm I'm a sports guy Uh, i I could enjoy my days and and not do Mm -hmm. anything in service Mm -hmm. but i also every day since i've been retired have felt like i need to accomplish something Mm -hmm. Uh, that could be something small, just yeah. you know, that I need yeah. to do. Uh, right, but, but but the real meaning for me is that I need to be, you know, giving back to right. people and being involved with children international or with yeah. with the genesis school well, um, what it does for me is it, it it does make me feel like i'm still serving a purpose in the world yeah. besides just yeah. enjoying myself and, right. and, and taking up space <laughs> and uh,
2: that's awesome uh, that's
3: I, great that that for me is important my parents yeah. uh instill that in us uh, we've done that with our yep. we have two sons and yes. uh, it, it just it, it, I think it's important to live a healthy life, yeah. to feel like you're doing more than just serving yourself. And Excellent. that's, yeah. you know, well, and, and and you yeah. said it earlier, Stephen, yeah. I would encourage people, a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about possibilities yeah. and discounting them because it either mm. seems complicated right. or maybe they don't want to put themselves out there. Mm just go try something yeah it doesn't have to be a board seat on right. a big organization it can be picking up trash, Pick up trash
2: right? <laughs> that's right. be, uh, you've gone from one uh, <laughs> to the other that's right
3: uh, a, a lot of yeah. you know there's a there's so many ways to help yeah. and to to feel good about it so okay. i would encourage people yeah. just to try something
2: well i love uh love hearing all these things brad and uh i appreciate you sharing with uh with everybody in the podcast and uh um, you know, what I love hearing you know from you and in uh, the way that you get back is you know a lot of people have a career. and while we're in the middle of a career, you can talk to someone about their job and they get very passionate about it. Here's what I do, here's how we serve. here's what we you know do for other people, but you seem to be just as passionate talking about you know, children's international, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talking about the other ways that you're giving, you know, serving and that kind of stuff than you were just even in your career. so there there's a purpose beyond just, Hey, I used to work at the, you know American Century, or I used to have a career there. That that's that's what your identity is still in what you were doing in the past. What I love about what you're doing is you're you're making a difference in your retirement.
3: I I hope I am. I right. feel like I am, Stephen. And and for yeah. me, I mean, you know, my work was always very important to me. Yes. I worked hard at it. it yep. uh, I I uh, yep. tried to always feel like I was. Uh, contributing a yes. lot. But I also knew that we weren't saving people's lives right. there. Or right. we were <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so while it was important and it was valuable work, uh, what I've done since I've retired um, has been every bit is fulfilling, even That's though awesome. it's not all day, every day, right?
2: So. That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Brad, you and Lisa, and uh, thank you for your uh, time today for your trust in us. And uh, glad to be part of that. We're glad to be able to help you to be able to do these things. You know, we, we feel like you know, we get to have a part of that too. Uh, so to help you be free, so you can focus on those kinds of things. It's a mm-hmm. great blessing to us and to, uh, to have you, you know, working with us here as well. So Paul, a uh, great way to start this uh, section on serving.
1: For sure, and and I know that uh, I appreciate what Brad said. Just do something, mm-hmm. try it. Uh, you know what I what I found interesting, Brad, is that you you had a lifestyle of give of serving and giving while you were working, but it has expanded and expanded into different areas when you retire, which is great to be able to say, what am I passionate about, and how can I serve in that area, whether it's nature, children, educating, whatever right. it is, that's great. And so, Brad, appreciate having you here today too, and. Stephen, as always, thank you for having him on. I always enjoy having great guests and be able to uh, hopefully inspire uh, the listeners to be able to take action and to create that lifestyle of uh, serving in their life as well. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for tuning into the Simplify Retirement Podcast with Stephen Strickland. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Stephen comes out with a new podcast, it will show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. This is a great one to be able to share, to encourage others. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Wise Wealth, this is Paul Brock reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Simplify Your Retirement Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wise Wealth LLC or simplify your retirement. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of a financial advisor or other qualified financial professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.